Welcome to Optimistic Voices, a podcast of helping children worldwide. We help children worldwide by strengthening and empowering families and communities. This podcast is for people interested in deep conversations with thought leaders in the fields of child welfare, global health, and international missions. In January 2024, The Together for Global Health Network members, Helping Children Worldwide, Healy International Relief Foundation, and Tenki Forborn will be hosting a maternal and child health conference and training program in Sierra Leone. This conference and concurrent training sessions will convene health professionals from Bo Sierra Leone for the development of the region's workforce. My name is Kathleen Fole, and I am the Maternal Health Mission Intern with Helping Children Worldwide. I am currently pursuing a master's degree in global health policy at the George Washington University Milken Institute School of Public Health in Washington, D.C. Through this program, I am building upon my academic foundation in international conflict analysis and resolution, for which I obtained a bachelor's degree from George Mason University. As a full-time manager of training coordination with the National Coalition of STD Directors, I am actively involved in advancing public health initiatives. My professional passion lies in addressing global health challenges, particularly in low- and middle-income countries and conflict settings, with a specialized focus on reproductive and maternal health. With me today are our guests, Josephine Garnum, Executive Director of Healy International Relief Foundation, and Dr. Mariama Masakoi Gartman, founder of Tenki Four Born. Dr. Mariama Masakoi Gartman is a family medicine doctor based in Virginia. Mariama and her siblings run an organization called Tenki Four Born, an organization dedicated to alleviating maternal mortality in Sierra Leone. Tenki began about two years ago and has been doing health system strengthening work in Bo, including training midwives, funding clinic improvements, and other activities. Josephine Garnum is a leader, advocate, community mobilizer, and public speaker with over 25 years of extensive international and domestic experience. She is passionate about racial equity and justice and immigration. Josephine was born in Sierra Leone and has lived and worked in the Middle East, Nigeria, Uganda, Cameroon, Haiti, Pakistan, and Afghanistan before moving to the U.S. She is the executive director of Healy International Relief Foundation and has organized and led multiple diaspora-led free surgical training and medical missions to Sierra Leone and Cameroon. Healy International Relief Foundation has been working in Sierra Leone for over 22 years, dedicated to serving Sierra Leone's underprivileged and economically disadvantaged through the provision of comprehensive initiatives in healthcare, education, economic empowerment, and disaster response. Their mission, through grace, is deeply grounded in the core values of selfless service upholding human dignity, and advancing the common good and well-being of all. Thank you both for joining us today. Let's first start with how this project began. 
What initiated conversations between the partnering organization? Thank you, Kathleen, so much for this. And uh, thanks to Helping Children Worldwide for organizing this. Marama, do you want to go ahead and answer, Kathleen? Thanks, Kathleen, for uh, having us. This is uh, really a pleasure. Um, so I think this started uh, just as a conversation between uh, Josephine, Yasmin, and I, uh, maybe about a year ago now, maybe a little over a year, at a conference that we were collaborating together on and uh, just discussing how all of us, all of our organizations do work in Sierra Leone and how it would be nice to kind of combine our efforts since we all care about uh, maternal health and mortality and newborn health. We combine our efforts and work with the ministry to um, get a program or project working that is uh, sustainable and impactful. Any other thing, Josephine? No, I think you covered it well. I think our goal is really um, to build and strengthen the skills of local health workers in Sierra Leone because our missions are aligned with, uh, you know, preventing um, deaths, uh, mortality rates um, with and improving the lives of the mothers and children. And so this is just, a, you know, it's just a no-brainer that we have to work together comprehensively in partnership with our local partners and especially the Ministry of Health so that we can um, help improve uh, the health systems in Sierra Leone. And the best way to do that is through uh, skills building. So, yeah, we're excited about it. And I think we have a great team that's, to, that's put together. Great. Thank you both. Um, and you both touched on your expertise in maternal health. What content areas within that field did you feel were most important to cover throughout the training and conference sessions? Um, so one of the nice things is that um, I believe Chassel had uh, recently done a training with Helping Mothers Survive, um, which is um which is a program that was developed by um, Japaigo and in, in uh, collaboration with a few other organizations to focus on bleeding after birth and prolonged and obstructive labor. And so since we knew that they already did that work on the ground, um, it was our intent to kind of help them be trainers as well. So not only them have the information, but then be able to train others to get that information. And I think that kind of geared... Um, the direction for our conference, knowing that we could um, start something that could be sustainable without us having to be there. Yeah, and I'll, I'll also add a bit to what Marma is saying. Thank you, Marma. We're also looking at a conference that will cover, you know, things like uh, vital signs, um, malaria and malnutrition diagnosis, uh, first trimester antenatal visits, we're also doing mindfulness and compassion training for health professionals, um, you know, giving IV fluids. So the, the, what we're doing is combining an intensive training that is approved by the Ministry of Health and other um, trainings through a conference-like model uh, so that there's comprehensive information since we have all these midwives and CHOs and health practitioners um, in one place. Thank you, Kathleen. Wonderful. 
Um, and you both spoke a little bit about the overarching goals that you had for this program, but were there any personal goals you hope to achieve through this? Um, I, I mean, the overarching goals align very much with my personal goals. So, um, which is really to give back. So as you had mentioned earlier, I'm a diaspora member of the diaspora, so I'm originally from Sierra Leone. I've seen firsthand the challenges with the health um, systems there, but I've also seen incredible work that is being done. And uh, again, I believe very strongly in this uh, be the change you wish to see and to participate fully instead of criticizing uh, systems, to participate fully in strengthening and, and building those systems. So a personal goal will just be to give back to Sierra Leone in a very intentional and very uh, professional way um, as a team, knowing that this is not a one man's job, that it's something to, that we can do together and we can do it a lot better when we do it as a team of professionals and also to have impact, have lasting impact. This is not a one-off mission. We're hoping to do multiple um, of these and uh, it's exciting to see so many people um, interested and, and eager to go and give back. And we're also hoping this is a learning experience for us because, um, you know, the team's our partners in Sierra Leone, the health professionals there have a lot to teach us about how great the work they do and how they really do so much with so little. And there's a lot we can learn. So it's a cross-learning experience. And so, yeah, thank you. Marma, over to you. Yeah, no, I agree with you in terms of like, especially with the teamwork. I think one of my um, personal goals, what I'm really excited about is that we're doing this together. Um, you know, Tanky is a young organization, but we've always been looking to see what other people are doing and to be in line with the goals of the country and uh, what they want to accomplish. And so for me, this trip is really, um, I'm really passionate about it because I get to work with so many people and working with more people in Sierra Leone, everybody kind of aligning their efforts, I think will make it so that this um that our efforts will be um, successful and can be maintained in, in the long run. So I'm just, I'm really excited just with the, so far with the work that we've done and just working together and collaborating together that um, um, I can't wait to see what we do on the ground. Yeah. Thank you. And I also wanted to add that, you know, we all know Sierra Leone has done remarkable work, remarkable progress with reducing maternal mortality. We've seen that yes. um, in the data. And so, you know, we want to be part of that um, process where it's kept and in improved on. So, so much work is being done. The momentum is there. A lot of great changes are being done, but we cannot just sit back and say, oh, here, you know, this is, you know, going well, let's just sit back. It's like, okay, you are doing really great. Let us come in and help support that. So it's uh, long-term, so it's sustainable, and then we can continue to improve on those um, on those uh, data. So yeah, it's, it's very exciting. I think this is an exciting time um, for Sierra Leone and for all of us um, to be part of it. Great. And one theme I'm really picking up on is partnership and working together. And throughout the two weeks that our team will be in Sierra Leone, we'll also be joined by a number of other health professionals from around the world. Can you share a bit about who will be participating in the training and conference sessions and which teams will be joining us in country? 
Okay. Um, well, there, like you said, there are a lot. So um, I guess starting from overseas, I know that the, that we're going to have um, a group of nurses from Canada um, that are coming to help out and some individuals from the diaspora in Canada also coming to help out um, from Canmore. Um, we have a few uh, family physician and a midwife from the States that are coming as well. And then um, on the ground, uh, we're working with um, CHASEL, um, which is a, a Christian Health Association in Sierra Leone. And um, they're going to be providing us with, um, we're going to be training their uh, midwives to be trainers, but they're also helping us with um, getting the national master trainers on the ground um, to kind of help us. And like Josephine said, um, show us how they um, how they run these courses so that we can uh, work together in concert with them. And then uh, Project Hope and um, Champs as well will be providing some instructors to help facilitate this conference. Um, who else am I? There, there's so many. I don't know, Josephine, who else? Um, Ministry of yeah. Health, of course. Yeah, so we have, again, this part, the, the exciting thing about it is the partnership, right? So many folks. So we have Embrace International, uh, through whom the Canmore nurses are, are coming under. We also have other organizations who are not necessarily going with us, but have also contributed to supporting us with training materials and all. So you have SOS, you have Direct Relief International, Sushi Foundation, um, you know, Jala University will be providing their, you know, classrooms for the campus for us to use. We're working very closely with the Midwifery School in Bo. So we have a great cadre of teams. Uh, Commerce is sending us some neonatologists that will be coming. Um, and I think you've mentioned Project Hope and others. But yeah, we're very excited because um, we do have a comprehensive and then Seed Global. Seed Global is also sending us a trainer. So we have a very good uh, team of collaborators here. And then, of course, just to add on all the donors that have helped to um, help us get the um, supplies and things like that that we'll be using. It's been um, it's been a great effort. It really has. And I'm wondering if you both either have reflections on kind of process of connecting with these partners and what that relationship building was like um, as we went through the process of building this out. That's a good question, Kathleen. You know, interesting enough, and this is the thing about being in the same spaces where so many people share the same vision it hasn't been that difficult. Um, as Marama told you in the beginning, Yasmin, Marama and I were standing outside having a conversation and the idea of doing a, a conference and a training in Sierra Leone came up and we were all in. It wasn't even second guessing ourselves. And so once we decided, okay, this is something we're going to do, reaching out to the other partners, when we reached out to Embrace International, who are the Canmon, who have the Canmon nurses that are coming with us, I, you know, it was an immediate yes. When we reached out to Jala University and Chastel, um, it was an immediate yes. We met with a directorate um, at the Ministry of Health that oversees all the midwifery programs. They were so excited and they're like, yes, this is very much aligned with what we would love to see um, in Sierra Leone and improve on the skills. It was an immediate yes. So it wasn't 
it has all worked out and that's that's why it's so important to work in alignment with what the country wants and not what we want to bring in because once you have that match of what you're bringing in and you've done your homework and you have the right professionals it's easy to get people interested and excited about it and the diaspora are very excited you know a lot of folks who have been to Sierra Leone have fallen in love with Sierra Leone has seen there's so much potential and there's so much work being done but it cannot be done alone and so we've been very fortunate even the donors that Marima was mentioning when we reached out to them you know MAP International, Direct Relief International, SOS and others they were very excited and very eager to support this through donations, through support, Sushi Foundation. So, yeah, it, it wasn't um, as difficult as one would think. But I also think because of the nature of the conference, because of what we're doing in terms of maternal mortality uh, approach and um, and helping babies, it, it's something that is dear to so many people's hearts. And we're working with folks who are just passionate about giving back so it was easy for them you know to to say yes to working with us marama i don't know if you wanted to add anything yeah no i think that um in uh in addition to passion i think what because like josephine said everybody is so passionate and their heart is in it um it's easy also to be patient with people right we have so many different organizations so many um people from different countries and different places involved in this. And I think what I've learned, um, because I'm typically a go, go, go kind of uh, person, but everybody's on their own schedule and everybody has their own things um, that they're working on to understand that as long as the passion is there and the intent is there, we're going to, we're going to get the work done and, and we have to be accommodating to everybody's um, schedules and capabilities and availabilities. Um, So um, I think that that has, helped me a lot in this process of, um, you know, learning uh, patience through this passion that we all have. Great. Yeah. And one thing, Josephine, that you had mentioned was about kind of adapting to the the local needs and, and making sure that we are responding to what's needed in Sierra Leone rather than what we intend to see or would like to see. Um, So what were some of the considerations, both in a local and country context, that the Together for Global Health Network team had to make when planning this program for Bo? Thank you, Kathleen, for that question. The first was to reach out to our partners in Sierra Leone. Uh, Fortunately, um, Helping Children Worldwide and Healing International Relief Foundation and Take Care for Born, we all have local counterparts on the ground. And so reaching out to them first and foremost, of course, um, I think Marama mentioned Chassel. Chassel, who's who's our main partner on the ground, have done these trainings for uh, before. So it's like, it's really asking them, what is it that you need? We have a cadre of, of professionals that are here that are interested in going back. But what type of trainings would you need? What type of trainings are approved and within the context of Sierra Leone? And so we were very field-driven. Chassel reached out to the Ministry of Health and shared with us the curriculum that has been approved, that is in use. Um, We reached out to the midwifery school. And so it really was driven. And that I advise whichever organization or folks who want to go to do trainings in, in different countries, always be field driven. 
you know, sometimes we tend because we think we're in other countries that may have more sophisticated um, systems that we know what other um, countries need or what other systems need. No, that is not true. It's always better to be driven by the needs on the ground. And then we work towards that. That is sure to create more success. And because of that, it was easy for us to coordinate efforts and to get the necessary approvals and to move forward um, as we have. So it's really working with our local partners and having them take the lead seat in guiding us what works best and what is the need. And then we come in to match those needs, working very closely under their guidance. So maybe in short, to answer your question, we haven't faced as much challenges just because we've been working closely with those in uh, authority, like, for example, the directorate at the Ministry of Health to guide us. And that makes it a lot easier for us to coordinate efforts. Yes, definitely. Um, and were there any specific regulations or policies? You had mentioned um, the approved curriculum, but anything in the medical setting or um, considerations in that sense that you all had to uh, address when, when planning the program or adapting the program? Yeah, I'll have Marma speak on this as well. But yes, so for example, there are wonderful um, uh, maternal health midwifery trainings that are out there. But when you talk about training on equipment, when you talk about, you know, trainings on certain skills that require certain equipment, great as they are, if they are not specific to that context. Say, for example, if we're training a certain skill, but the equipment is not available in the hospitals where these nurses are, then it is irrelevant. It's like really going and wasting our time and wasting their time. So what we did was pay attention to the context of Sierra Leone. What equipment, what supplies are available, what tools are available in country that the um, nurses, the midwives could use that are consistent with the training that we're giving. And then for some that we thought, you know, for example, the, the Embrace International is bringing a lot of equipment and supplies that we know we can teach, but the, the tools are needed and they can be sustained for long term. We are taking those with us and Embrace International and thank you for Bon. Others are taking it, uh, taking ex um, the tools and the supplies that are needed. So it's very important, again, when you're building these curriculum to pay attention to whatever tools that the the uh, participants have to use um, we make sure they're existing if not we remove them from the curriculum we remove that module from the curriculum because it will be irrelevant marima uh, maybe your technical expertise would be good here too yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're spot on, Josephine. Um, um, basically, when developing this, you have to think about the resources that are there in Sierra Leone. And um, it's great that we've been able to basically adapt the Helping Mothers Survive and Helping Babies Breathe, Essential Newborn Care. We focused on those because those um, courses were designed for um, low and middle income countries or places that have limited resources. So... Um, so that, and in addition to that, the places, so the midwives and the nurses that are coming to this conference, they're not even all from the hospital, right? We're targeting a lot of people that are out in the rural areas where they have even more limited resources, right? They don't have blood. None of these places have oxygen. They don't have the tools, like Josephine said, to do vacuum deliveries or um, or to do, um, you know, um, what they call UVCs and umbilical vein catheters, anything like that, right? So we're really teaching the basic stuff with the tools that they have there that they can sustain. 
And then on on top of that, which is really, I think, important for all of us is that they need to be able to sustain those skills, right? We don't want it to be a one and done when we come there and then, you know, wait seven months before we can train them again. So having these, um, doing the train the trainer piece of it will allow people to, on the ground, to continue those skills and continue that training. And we'll be leaving the simulators and things like that for them to be able to do that on the ground and maintain those skills um, while we're gone. Great, thank you. Um, and you had mentioned, Mariama, that we have really been trying to apply programs that are meant for uh, low and in middle income country settings. Uh, but were there any obstacles that you faced in planning that you had to adapt even further or pivot uh, parts of the intended program to um, really make it more localized? Um, I would say in terms of um, pivoting the program would be would be more so the the instructors that we have, right? All everybody comes from different backgrounds and different specialties. And so uh, we've really had to um, make the most use of the knowledge that we have available um, to be able to um, teach the courses um, effectively and make sure that the knowledge um, um, that we're teaching are from people that are actively practicing. So, um, the, so we've been intentional about making sure that those that are instructing or those that actually practice, right? It's different. It's different, and it's more difficult to teach something if you haven't been at the bedside in five or ten years. So, um, we've made sure that the curriculum that we have and the information that we're teaching are taught by people that are actively practicing and that um, know the the limitations uh, of the country. Even those from the diaspora, we've had trainings online and kind of giving them the context of what the resources are in Sierra Leone, what, what we're actually dealing with here so that they understand when they're teaching that content, kind of the environment that they'll be in. And we'll be doing tours of the hospital while we're on the ground before we even start the conference, just to give people more of a feel of what exactly the environment is that we're working in and what we're dealing with so that when um, they're teaching, it's appropriate for the for the um, audience. Thank you, Josephine. Do you have any reflections on any aspects of the program that maybe had to pivot or be adapted for, um, as Mariama said, the uh, resources, but also the human resources um, available for trainings? I think Marma covered most of it. Again, we were very intentional in making sure that the, you know, the curriculum, the trainers that we're bringing are very familiar with the curriculum, are very familiar with the context of Sierra Leone, and that even though we're talking about a low middle income settings that we do not water down the the training or the curriculum we're still providing high level um high quality training and one that works very well in Sierra Leone um another thing that is really exciting about this um is that we are also training trainers. So we also did a lot of work with Chassel where we're, we identified um, trainers that are in Sierra Leone and helping them with facilitation. So one of the things is that you can train trainers, but if they don't have facilitation skills and other skills to complement the work. So really, I think we didn't have to adapt a lot just because we were working with existing materials that were in country, but we were adapting 
from our side, um, the international team in how do we make sure the skills we're bringing are very, very uh, effective and are needed and we understand the curriculum, we understand the context, and we're working in partnership with our local uh, partners and, 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 and the head medical team. So, yeah, we, I think it's just, you know, exactly what Marma is saying, you know, just adjusting the curriculum, um, making sure that the trainers that are going and that's the the joy of working with the diaspora who go frequently to Sierra Leone are, are you know are up to date. We're not taking anybody who's retiring or who's re- retired. We're taking folks that are actively working in the field. So it's very content. You know, it's very relevant. They are very familiar with the most recent uh, uh, curriculum and challenges that are that are faced. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, So it was mentioned earlier in the podcast that the Together for Global Health Network hopes to use these trainings and conference sessions in Sierra Leone to inform future programming. What do you hope to take away from this program and how do you plan to measure and assess any programmatic outcomes to apply in future contexts? Well, for the for the conference itself, I'll just say that we we are. we're, we are implementing surveys, both pre and post surveys, to assess the effectiveness of the conference itself. So the education that we provide them. So um, even for the breakout lecture sessions. So there are some standard ones that are for helping mothers survive and helping babies breathe. But even for our conference sessions, we'll be having surveys to make sure we have an idea of the baseline um, knowledge of our audience so that we can cater the um, lectures appropriately, but also to see if they learned anything afterwards. So um, that'll be one indicator, one way for us to determine if our conference is successful in the short term of um, of um, meeting the goal and the intent of um, providing education and um, skills to the team. Um, I think in the long term, we also are planning to institute um, this idea that we got from uh, the Helping Mothers Survive curriculum in Japaigo, the low-dose, high-frequency training. We're at the facilities. They'll be continuing to do that training and continuing to help keep those skills up to date. And we'll be touching base with those facilities throughout the months to see um, um, their comfort level and their capabilities with those skills um, over time. I know that there are other things, Josephine, um, that we're looking at as well. Yeah, I think you covered most of it and um, helping children worldwide. Yasmin has a, a very strong uh, background in uh, m and And um, we also have Boston College um, who's helping us with the monitoring and evaluation and how we could continue to improve on these conferences. So um, trainings and, you know, working closely, I think, again, um, everything that Marama has said. So. We're hoping this will be the low-dose, high-frequency and continuing because, again, these programs require ongoing uh, programs. And wherever we're going now, we'll choose another region next time so that we, we're going countrywide with these trainings and not just focusing in one re- region. Wonderful. And at the time of this recording, we have roughly nine days. And Josephine, I think you have about four or five um, until we arrive in country. Um, What are you anticipating most and hoping to see most? 
I'm, I'm anticipating all the great stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing the team who've been virtually planning this for so long. And uh, I'm just looking forward to, to getting on the ground, hit the ground, running, as we'll say, um, getting to see Yasmin and all of you um, in person and just, you know, um, participating in this training. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to every aspect of it. Yeah, definitely agreed. It's gonna be it's gonna be a busy, but it's gonna be a good busy. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. We're getting all of our supplies finally shipped in. Everything is falling into place, and you know, once it, I'm ready for it to start. To be honest, once it starts, it's just it it works. So <laughs> I'm ready to get out there and um, and see everybody, and um, yeah, hopefully do good things. Definitely. And are there any previous experiences with maternal health that you're hoping to bring with you or any experiences in country that you're hoping to revisit or um, help inform? Well, um, yeah, Healy International Relief Foundation has been working in, uh, you know, over 25 hospitals for the past 20 years. We've been working with uh, maternal health, child health, um, We've done missions in the past. We've led trainings in the past. And so, yeah, we're, we have a, a team of uh, midwives and uh, that are very excited in participating in this and being trainers. Uh, Sister Josephine, who's our medical director, will be in the, in the training as well and has been working closely with Florence. So, yeah, I think we all bring in a lot of uh, experiences, um, past experiences, and hopefully that will help us um, with coordinating this and just, you know, making sure it's successful and, you know, well run and that uh, we'll be able to, again, learn from this and, and do much more uh, in the near future. Yeah, and like uh, Josephine said before, I mean, Sierra Leone has really come a long way um, from where it's been. It's still, we still have quite a ways to go, but it, it's come a long way in terms of maternal um, morbidity and mortality. Um, I'm really excited to see like our, our conference is um, geared towards, like you said, half of it is towards helping mothers survive and bleeding after birth, prolonged and obstructed labor. And when you're in those hospitals and you see those things and you see the mother's bleeding and how difficult it is sometimes for the providers to control it or how there might be a shoulder dystocia or an obstruction and just like sometimes the the nerves that build up around it I'm I'm excited to do this training because hopefully it will you know just contribute to the work that's already been done and helping um, everybody be on the same page and in addressing these issues that are but that are preventable, right? That we can continue to do work, continue to go on the right um, trajectory in Sierra Leone to decrease those numbers to where, you know, it's it's safe to be pregnant. Yes, and thank you both for being here and talking a little bit more about the program. Um, I know that we're all anxious to get there and get started. Um, so thank you for sitting down and chatting with us during this busy time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share it with others, post it about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can find us at Helping Children Worldwide on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hashtag Optimistic Voices Podcast.